And there we see that giving thanks is a heavenly and an eternal affair. So not only do we give thanks to God at worship here on earth, we're going to do it in heaven. We're going to do it for eternity. So let's start the habit now. Welcome to the Fox Den with Terry Fox. Greetings, everyone, and thanks for joining me in the Fox Den. It's just a couple days before Thanksgiving of 2020, and I wanted to take some time to do an episode on giving thanks. There's something powerful about giving thanks. And typically, we shouldn't just have a Thanksgiving once a year. Really, it should be every day. One of the strongest memories I have of how powerful Thanksgiving is, and I don't mean the holiday, I mean somebody actually thanking you, was when I was enlisted stationed in Germany. I was a mechanic on fighters, and this one day we were having a problem with the airplane. We had to resolve the problem so that the the pilot would not miss the mission. And I worked really hard to hurry up and get that airplane uh, up and running so that uh, the, the he could meet the uh, the mission. And usually when you're taxing the airplane out uh, for fighters, I mean, I'm outside the airplane, so I can't hear him. Uh, the only, Quite frankly, the only way that you can hear him is if you're plugged into the airplane with a, a comm cord. But by the time we're marshalling them out, we unplug the cord, so I can't hear him, but I can see him. And as he was taxiing out that day, I could see the pilot say, thank you. That was 30 years ago. And I remember that vividly. And that thank you was more important than a medal. It's amazing how powerful a thank you can be. And giving thanks to God is part of the Christian life. We are to give thanks to God on a regular basis, not just every now and then, not just Sunday, definitely not just once a year. But thanksgiving is part of the Christian life. And giving thanks is so important for several reasons. One, it rightly acknowledges where our blessings come from. Our blessings come from God. And so it's important for us to acknowledge that by giving him thanks. Secondly, it rightly acknowledges the blessing, right? So when we thank God for salvation, we recognize that our salvation comes from him. and We recognize the blessing. And third, giving thanks is humble. I mean, think about when somebody really gives you a heartfelt thanks, Versus just a fake thanks. One of the things that would frustrate my wife and I is when uh, we would tell our girls to tell somebody thank you, and and they would just give a thank you. No, no, we want you to, we want you to mean it, right? Uh, there's uh, there's something uh, humble about saying thank you. I really appreciate what you have done for me. And interestingly enough, giving thanks softens the heart. I mean, think about it. When you thank somebody, there's almost a, almost a union that takes place. That's not the right word, but I think you understand what I'm getting at. There's something, there's a softening of the heart. So now let's take some time to look at what the Bible has to say about Thanksgiving. And again, I don't mean the holiday. I mean giving thanks to God. So the first place we're going to go is Colossians chapter 2, verses 6 through 7. And there in verse 6, he encourages his readers to walk in Christ. And he uses plant imagery, right? Their, their roots are in Christ. They're being built up in him. So he can see kind of an imagery of, of a plant. And he says that by their faith, they are established. And at the end of verse 7, we see that he mentions abounding in thanksgiving. 
That last phrase in verse 7 really goes with the last phrase in verse 6. Walk in Christ, abounding in giving thanks. So we can see here that giving thanks to God is part of the Christian life. So now let's go to the next chapter, Colossians chapter 3, and we're going to look at verses 15 to 17. And in these verses, Paul refers to thanks three times. In verse 15, he clearly tells us to give thanks. In verse 16, Paul tells us to let the word of Christ dwell in us. And how are we to let it dwell in us? Through teaching and admonishing and through singing. However, thanks is a part of letting the word of Christ dwell in you. And then in verse 17, Paul says that we are to do everything in the name of the Lord. And as we do, we are to give thanks to God, to the Father, through Christ. So here, in these three verses, we, th- we see three times that Paul refers to giving thanks. So again, we can see that this is part of the Christian life. Now let's move to 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, verse 18. Now this is going to be a little bit harder for us to swallow. You see, it's easy for us to give thanks to God in the good times. But what about when things go bad? Certainly, God doesn't want us to give thanks for those, right? Well, look at what Paul says. He tells us to give thanks to God in all circumstances. Why? It's the will of God. What's the will of God? To give thanks or the circumstances? Well, I think both. God wants us to give him thanks, but God puts you in those circumstances according to his own sovereignty. You see, God is in absolute control. He doesn't just bring the good things and not the bad things. If that's the case, you should be terrified. Because if God brings the good things and not the bad things, and yet bad things happen, then that means God is not in control. That's not a comforting thought. So keep in mind, both the good things and the bad things come to you by the sovereignty of God. But God has a purpose for it. So if you look at Romans chapter 8, verse 28, you see that God works all things together for good for those who love him. Now, that doesn't mean that the bad things are good. Don't misunderstand this. But it means that God is working those bad things for your good. He's working all things together for your good. So in all circumstances, we give thanks to God. Now, I get it. I have a very hard time giving thanks to God when things aren't going my way. When somebody's driving 20 miles below the speed limit, and I can't get around him. I get really super frustrated at him. So I get it. We want to give God thanks for the good circumstances, and we have a really hard time giving him thanks for the bad circumstances. But Paul tells us in all circumstances, give thanks to God. Now let's go to Psalm 92, verse 1. And there the writer of Psalm 92 declares that it is good to give thanks to God. Now let's go back a little bit to Psalm 86, verse 12. Now, I've already mentioned how I didn't appreciate how my daughters would give a half-hearted thanks to somebody. A half-hearted thanks is not genuine. We want it to be sincere, right? To give thanks with their whole heart for it to be meaningful. A real thanks. And we see in Psalm 86, verse 12, we see this this full, deep-hearted thanks In that psalm, David said he gives thanks to God with his whole heart. This isn't a half-hearted thanks. He's really appreciative of what God has done. Now let's move forward to Psalm 106, verse 1. Now we don't give thanks to God just because he's God. 
though that's more than enough reason to give thanks to him. But there's more than that. The writer of Psalm 106 tells us that God is good and his relentless love lasts forever. You see, the psalmist is giving thanks to God because of who he is and what he has done. But Paul goes even deeper. Go to 1 Corinthians 15 and look at what he says in verse 57. Paul says to give thanks to God because he has given us victory through Christ. Now, what is this victory? Is this victory living a perfect life? Is this victory conquering that stubborn sin that we can't overcome? When Paul wrote this, he had death in mind. You see, 1 Corinthians 15 is the resurrection chapter. And look at what Paul says there in verses 54 and 55. There he's quoting the Old Testament. And he says there that death has no victory. You see, Christ won the battle over death. And how do we know that? He rose from the dead. And not only that, we too will rise from the dead. And that's what 1 Corinthians 15 is all about. It's the resurrection chapter. So we give thanks to God because he's given us victory over death in Christ. And lastly, let's turn to Revelation chapter 11, verse 17. And there we see that giving thanks is a heavenly and an eternal affair. You see, Revelation 11, verse 17 takes place at the throne of God. And what do the 24 elders do in God's presence? Well, they fall on their face and they worship him. And look, what is the first thing they say? We give thanks to you. So giving thanks to God is part of eternal worship. So not only do we give thanks to God at worship here on earth, we're going to do it in heaven. We're going to do it for eternity. So let's start the habit now. Giving thanks to God is a healthy thing for us to do. It's part of the Christian life. It's something we do today. It's something we're going to do forever. And it's good for us to do so. Like I said, it rightly acknowledges where our blessings come from. It rightly acknowledges the blessing. It's humble for us to give thanks to God. Again, it acknowledges that he is God we are not. And it softens the heart when we give thanks to God. So here's my assignment to you. Get a notepad or some paper. Get a pen, pencil. And I want you to create a list. Create a list of things that you are thankful for. Now, on this list of being thankful or these things to be thankful for, don't just put down the positive things. Because remember, we are to give thanks in all circumstances, good and bad. Knowing that God is working the good and bad things together for your good. So create a list of things that you're thankful for. Next, let's be a little more specific. Let's focus on the year 2020. This is a crazy year. And write down some things that you're thankful for concerning 2020. Now, I think our tendency is to go, well, I'm not going to do that. This is 2020. I'm not thankful for anything in this year. I'll wait for things to get better. No, let's, let's think about this year, 2020, which is probably nobody's favorite. And think of some things that you're thankful for in 2020. And then when you're done with that, I want you to write down how being thankful to God affects you. Does it change your heart? Does it soften your heart? If so, how? And then finally, as a believer, giving thanks to God is an important part of your life. In fact, you're going to give thanks to God for eternity. You're going to give thanks to God in eternity. You're going to give thanks to God in eternity for eternity. So think through what steps you could take to develop a life of giving thanks to God. Keep in mind our tendency is not to, to be thankful. 
remember, we are sinful people. Our tendency is to focus on ourselves. And so uh, I think it's important for us to develop the skill of being thankful. And so hopefully this assignment will help you hone that thanksgiving skill. So as we conclude this episode, let me encourage you to remember to thank God constantly in good times and in bad. 